0: Just enjoying the presence of the Lord today. So good. So good. Noticed a theme today and it's going to continue. We say that home is where the heart is. And so where is our hearts? It's with the Lord. It's with Jesus. That's where our home is. And we're never alone. Home has such a a connotation. It has such emotion built into that word. You know, we think of home. We think of belonging. We think of family. We think of being together. So the Lord has this in mind for us as well. that to be at home is to be with Him. And we're going to spend some time in the Gospel of John, um, starting here in uh, chapter 14, verse 23. A few weeks ago, uh, I took my daughter Addie in for her final surgery. And I spent like six days in the hospital, basically living there. And and earlier this spring, Candace and I also spent like three weeks straight of basically living in the hospital. And, you know, so we didn't have our house to come to. And home is so much more than just a house. And the Lord's really been speaking this to me that no matter where I am, no matter where I go, I have my home and it's with him. If my heart is for him, if my mind and, and all of me is, is positioned at looking to Jesus, then I'm home no matter where I am. And this is such an amazing thing that he has for us. Because otherwise we're dependent on an emotion, we're dependent on a place, we're dependent on something that is fleeting. It doesn't always last, but he lasts And so Jesus said, if a man loves me, he will keep my words. If we love him, we'll keep his words. And my father will love him. This is so incredible. So when we we set our hearts to Jesus, we wanna be a people of his word, of keeping his words. And that happens because we love him, right? It's not the other way. We don't just merely keep uh, ink on a page, which can become a law again to ourselves. We love him first and then we keep his commandments. And because we love him, we hear his voice. See, he's the good shepherd and he wants to speak to us all the time. And so when our hearts are turned toward him, If we love him, we look to him, he speaks to us. And so not only do we have the written word of God that is so rich and so deep, but on the daily level, we have his voice. And so we have his word speaking to us throughout our whole day. And so when we love him, we desire to keep his words. It comes naturally at that point. And my father will love him, he says. So now we get to experience the father's love for us. It's absolutely mind-blowing. It's amazing. It's unending love. And it's revealed to us through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says, and we will come to him, him that loves me and keeps my words. We will come to him and make our abode with him. See, God, very God, the almighty creator says, if you love me, stay with me. I'm going to make you my dwelling place. How does he fit in us? That's crazy. He's so amazing and yet he wants to dwell inside of me so that no matter where I go, I'm at home. And it's not just for you and I as individuals to be at home with him. We can enter into this home with our family. So when I'm in my house with my family, each one, loving Jesus, abiding in the truth, we enter into the house of the Lord together, and we're there always together. And this is amazing things. Let's flip over to John 16:27, I think it was. Let's do 25, 16:25. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, these things have I spoken to you in Proverbs. But the time comes when I shall no more speak to you in Proverbs, but I will show you plainly of the Father. Jesus, a renowned teacher. And even today, there are various religions that will acknowledge that Jesus was a great teacher. And we have it in the scriptures. The lawyer comes to Jesus, a good teacher, what do I need to do to be saved? To inherit eternal life. So he was a good teacher and yet he says he spoke in Proverbs. He spoke in parables. Why? They asked him why. So they don't understand. So that hearing they won't hear and seeing they won't see. But he says that the father... Whoever he calls, whoever the Father calls, will hear the words of life. They will hear the proverbs, the parables, and they will understand. Because, see, eternal life's kind of a big deal. It's a really big deal. And I feel like we've watered it down to a certain degree through the centuries and made it even sometimes just a prayer. But eternal life is a really big deal. And so Jesus spoke in parables. So that those who would seek would find. And that those who knock will have the door opened. See, eternal life's a big deal. So when we seek him with our whole heart, we find. And we find this way of life that God has has purposed for us. That he wants to make his dwelling place right here inside of us. So Jesus continues there, verse 26. At that day, you shall ask in my name, and I don't say to you that I will pray to the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came from God. I came forth from the Father, and I'm coming to the world again. I leave the world, and I go to the Father. So his disciples said to him, we'll speak plainly now. Don't tell us a proverb. We are sure that you know all things and need not that any man should ask of you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. Like, just tell me now. I want, just plainly tell me. I don't want to have to seek too hard. We believe in you. We've followed you. We've seen the miracles. We know you're the son of God. But there's this thing, like, they still kind of just want the answer. Just kind of want the quick answer. And I think all too often we do that ourselves. I know I've done it. I just want the quick answer. Why am I going through this? Why didn't this work out the way I thought it was? And we want the quick answer. We want the quick doctrine, explanation, explain away our circumstances, try to understand God in just a few minutes. But that's not the way. God's bigger than that. His pursuit of us is centuries old. I mean, from the very beginning, God has been pursuing man and we want to water it down to just a few minutes of doctrine so we get the quick answer. But God's saying, I'm okay with it taking time for you to get the revelation of who I am. And so Jesus answered to them, do you believe now? They said, we believe But Jesus said, do you believe? Behold, the hour comes, yes, is now, that you will be scattered, every man to his own, and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world." When he asks them, Do you yet believe? It's not really a salvation issue here. This is what is the depth of our belief. I know there's been times in my life where I felt like I had the faith for something. I believed, but God's saying, Come deeper with me. I want to take you deeper. Pursue me. Spend time with me in the prayer closet, wherever you're at. Just spend time with me. Be in my word. I want to take you deeper. Yes, you believe, but there's more. There's more. Oh, guys, it's so deep. It's, it's crazy how deep the Lord wants to root our faith. It's just like Dick said, uh, reading that Jeremiah 31. I think it's such a big deal. I was thinking about that just this morning. This is the promise of God in those days that he would write his law in our hearts and our minds. That's incredible. So now, if I love God and I pursue him, I hear his words, his word is revealed, his law is in my heart and in my mind, I follow after him. I will not go astray. And I think it's really cool because when we love him and we pursue him on the daily and he speaks to us, our life begins to line up with his life. And now when I come to the Bible and I begin to read, I can say, wow, I'm already doing that. I didn't know that, but somehow I knew that. It's because he's in us. It's because he put his law and his heart and right inside of us. And so we know the way because he is a good shepherd. Let's flip back to John chapter 5. Verse 24. Truly, truly I say to you, he that hears my word, And believes on him that sent me. Has everlasting life. And will not come into condemnation. But is passed. From death to life. He says is passed. Already. We are already passed from death. Into life. Right now. Because God dwells inside of us. What if we had such a revelation that we were already walking into eternal life? Already, like now. Because whether this body lives or dies, my life is in Christ and I go on. What if we had such a revelation that We are already passed from death to life. That we've inherited eternal life already through Jesus Christ. What if we had this revelation? What would our boldness look like in sharing the gospel? How much more would we exhort one another and encourage one another in the body? I think we'd be a lot more free from offense. I think we'd be a lot more free from what others think of us or maybe I'm weird and I act put my hand in my pocket too much I mean just silly stuff really guys you know we'd be free from that stuff because Jesus loves us and he's inside of us he's made our home in us and so because he's made our home in us our home is with him and together corporately we're at home in him and we belong. We belong to him, and we belong to one another. I'd like to spend a little time in prayer. Um, I think I'll have Jason play a song, and I just want to invite you guys in to home. I just want to invite you in. Come to Jesus, even right now just want to invite you in in prayer in the spirit, turn your hearts to him because he is our home and no matter where we're at no matter what we're going through we're at home with him this is something we can believe with full faith that we're with him And so you can sit where you're at and pray, but if you feel a nudge, sometimes I feel like I need to physically move and go meet with Jesus. And so I just want to open up the front, you know, be free to do what you want here, but I just want to open it up because I know for me, sometimes I need to physically move. And I'll physically move. Say, Jesus, I want to meet with you. I want to be with you. And this was Jesus' prayer to the Father in John 17. My Father, I will that all those you've given me would be with me and that they would see my glory. When our hearts and our desires match up with his, we get to meet with Jesus, our Lord. Say like that.